Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Uh, also, I do encourage you to pick up your copy of Ultimate Midlife Crisis. It's my latest superhero comedy novel finished. And we just uh, finished the first draft on the next book, uh, Speed Trap. So now is a good time to pick up the latest book. You'll be ready for the next one. All right, well, now it's time for Superman vs. Kryptonite Part 11, the original air date, May the 28th of 1947. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, as Superman's friends continue their frantic search for his whereabouts, the Man of Steel struggles against insurmountable odds of sheer life or death. Now hold your breath, fellas, and hold your horses, because here's all about a swell silvery keychain you can get, and 12 of the keenest lucky pieces ever, all offered by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. You know the kind of keychain college men wear. Well, this is a handsome man-sized keychain. It's over 17 inches long and heavy enough to hold your pocket knife or watch. The kind of keychain your friends would give their right eye to own. And wait till they see the lucky pieces you're jingling on that keychain. For instance, that silvery little varsity football marks you as strictly a football man. And that skull and crossbones looks like a secret society badge. And there's a locomotive, binoculars, a Scotty dog. Order any or all of these 12 lucky pieces. Here's how. For each one you order, just send one pep box top and one dime, plus the names of the ones you want. I like the football or the skull and crossbones. With it, you'll get a printed slip with pictures of all 12 lucky pieces on it for future reference. Just remember, for each one you order, send a pep box top and a dime, plus the names of the lucky pieces you want. And now to get your keychain, send a pep box top and 15 cents. That's a nickel and a dime, plus a pet box top for the keychain. Print your name and address clearly and send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Did you get that? Send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. And now, the adventures of Superman. By means of a jagged piece of kryptonite, a strange green glowing metallic substance which robs Superman of his amazing strength and powers when he comes within ten feet of it, Big George Latimer, a dishonest politician, and Superman's arch enemy, trapped the Man of Steel. Bringing him to an old and deserted mill deep in the woods, Latimer is determined to find a way to end Superman's life. At the moment, he stands outside the open door of the old mill while preparations are going on inside where Superman is held in the powerful grip of the piece of kryptonite which glows with a curious cold green light a few feet away. The sun is high overhead, and standing beside Latimer, Walter Blake, his thin, stoop-shouldered secretary, mumps his bald head and starts nervously as Latimer's harsh voice breaks the woodland silence. How's it coming, Gus? 
Be ready in a minute, boys. Good. It's no use. You're wasting your time. You can't kill Superman, Mr. Latimer. It's impossible. I can and I will, Blake. But you've tried everything and failed. Not everything. You tried stabbing him, but you just broke the knife blades. You tried to drown him. You even poured poison down his throat. He just laughed at you. I'm not through yet. It's no use. If you'll listen to me, All you'll... set, boys. Okay. Go ahead, Gus. What's that? Machine gun. Now I'm a pissing bullet. Good heavens. <laughs> you see, he's just laughing at you. Shut up. It don't wait, boys. The bullets bounce right off him. Got any more bright ideas, Latimer? We haven't tried fire yet. Use the blowtorch, Gus. Okay, but I don't think it'll work. This guy ain't human. Of course he isn't. If you'll give up this silly idea and listen to Shut me. Shut up, Blake. Go ahead, Gus. We'll wait right here outside the door. Okay. This is getting on my nerves. Mr. Latimer, please listen to me. You can't kill Superman. The thing to do is I've to... got to kill him, you blockhead. I can't count on keeping him chained to the piece of kryptonite forever. That's what I'm afraid Unless of. Unless Superman is dead, my career, my life is in danger. Don't you see that? Of course I do, but you can't kill him, so I say make a deal with him. Deal? Yes. Offer to let him go free on his promise never to bother or interfere with you in any way. Superman's word is his bond. Everyone knows that. Save your breath, Latimer. You'll never make any deals with me. There's your answer, Blake. What's holding you up, Gus? I had to get the blowtorch ready. I'm all set now. Go ahead, then. I'm going to watch this. Maybe you'll sing a different tune now, Superman. Go on, Gus. Give it to him. Okay. Here she goes. Good heavens. How do you like that, Superman? I always did like heat. Tell your goon to play it on my head. Maybe he can put a curl in my hair. There. You see, Mr. Latimer? Blast him. Stop it, Gus. All right. Come inside, Blake. I tell you, it's no use, boss. Nothing can hurt this guy. Nonsense. I shoot 50 caliber bullets at him. Bullets that'll go through a tank. And he laughs. I put a blowtorch on him that'll cut through six inches of steel. And what happens? Nothing. I give up. I'm through. Oh, he tipped over the stool. The kryptonite's rolling away. Just a fool. This is what I've been waiting for. Quick, no, Latimer. Give it, give it to me. Here, here, take it. No use, Latimer. I've got you now. You've got me, eh? Here's the kryptonite. What are you going to do now, Superman? Oh, I can't. That's it. Fall down. Gravel at my feet. Oh, thank goodness. I thought that was the end of it. Me too. The next time that happens... You won't be so lucky, Latimer. There won't be any next time. You're going to die. Haven't you given up trying to kill me? No. I'll find a way. But in the meantime, I'll be a millstone around your neck. You'll have to watch me every minute of the day, and you won't be able to sleep at night. For fear that I'll get free and come for you. You won't be able to draw an easy breath. That won't last long. You're alive, and everything that lives can be killed, even you. There must be a way. There must be. Forget it, Latimer. I exposed you and put you in jail once. And I'll live to do it again. Or if I don't, the public will. Public are suckers. They believe what they're told. You tell it to them hard enough and often enough. I told them you'd frame me, and when you didn't dare show up and deny it, <laughs> thanks to the kryptonite, they believe me. They'll wake up eventually, and you'll be finished. Never. The only thing I have to fear is you. That's why I'm going to get rid of you. Huh. You hope. If hope were bread, you'd starve to death. I tell you... Wait. What did you say? I said if hope were... Bread. You said bread, of course. That's the way. Why didn't I think of it before? What? What are you talking about? Food. All living things need food to stay alive. Yes. Now I know the way to finish you. 
I'll starve you to death. Fighting to keep alarm from showing in his face, Superman shudders inwardly as he realizes that he himself has given Latimer the answer. I stumbled on it when I mentioned bread. The one way in which I can be finished. Starvation. Even I need food and water to stay alive. And I tipped him off myself. Oh, what'll I do now? What can I do? Held a virtual prisoner by the strange green glowing kryptonite, facing a murderous arch enemy in Big George Latimer, Superman sees nothing but doom ahead. We'll be back in a moment for the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by! Now, here's more about those super slick lucky pieces and that handsome keychain offered to you by Kellogg's Pet, the sunshine cereal. Just wait till the other fellows see this silvery man-sized keychain hanging from your belt, curving down into the side pocket of your trousers. Wait till they see the skull and crossbones hanging from it. They'll think you've been elected to a secret society. And give them a look at the varsity football on your chain, all silvery, even to the lacings. The same kind of little football you've seen college men wear. You can hang one lucky piece right after another, all along your keychain. A slick little locomotive, binoculars, a trolley car, a telephone. Twelve in all, each a knockout. And here's all you do to get any or all of the twelve. For each one you'd like, simply send in a dime and a box top from that super delicious cereal, Kellogg's Pep, plus a list of the lucky pieces you want. Say you start by sending for just the skull and crossbones or the football. When it comes, you'll also receive a printed slip with the names and pictures of all 12 lucky pieces on it for future orders. Just remember, for each lucky piece you order, send in a pep box top plus a dime and a list of the ones you want. And now to get your keychain, that handsome silvery keychain over 17 inches long and swell for carrying your scout knife or watch, here's all you do. Just send in a box top from Kellogg's Pep plus 15 cents. That's a nickel and a dime, plus a pep box top for your keychain. And for both your keychain and your lucky pieces, send to Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. Better jot down that address. Ready? It's Superman, Department 1R, Battle Creek, Michigan. And get your order in today, because this terrific offer goes off the air day after tomorrow. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Big George Latimer has finally stumbled on the one way of taking Superman's life. In an old, deserted mill, riddled and charred by shells, bullets, blowtorches, and other lethal weapons Latimer has used on Superman, the burly political boss grins wolfishly at the Man of Steel, who lies helpless under the weird power of the jagged piece of kryptonite, the element torn from the very planet from which he sprang, and which now, in the atmosphere of the Earth, proves his undoing. Food. All living things need food to stay alive. That's how I'll get rid of you, Superman. I'll starve you to death. Meanwhile, having trailed Latimer halfway to the old mill the night before, only to have the cunning politician slip away by a clever ruse, Batman is aloft in his backplane, searching over the countryside. Below, cruising roads and highways in the Batmobile, Robin and Alfred, their trusted butler, are in constant communication with Batman by radio. Robin calling Batman. Robin calling Batman. Batman or Robin? Did you check on that farm? Yes. A farmer and his wife and their G.I. son. Nobody stopped at their place last night or this morning. And they've never heard of Big George Latimer. 
Latimer must have gotten a car someplace last night after he dumped his station wagon in the river to throw us off the track. Yes, unless his hideout was right near the river. I don't think so. I've gone over every inch of land within ten miles of the spot. You've checked every farm. Then where are we, Bobby? I don't know. But he was headed north, so I'm going to head north, too. What road are you on? Highway 12. Okay, cruise north on it. If I see anything on the ground that looks suspicious, I'll contact you. Check? Check. Oh, uh, Batman. Yes? You, uh, you said there was one way Superman could be, um, you know, Finny. You didn't say what it was. I know I didn't. Well, what is it? Skip it. Oh, whenever I think Latimer might find out what it is before we locate him, I get a gone feeling in my middle. That's it. Huh? What do you mean? You figure it out. And hope as you never hoped before that we find Superman before Latimer figures it out. So long, chum. Batman sends his swift, oddly-shaped plane zooming north, his sharp eyes searching the terrain below through binoculars. Steadily, he draws closer and closer to the old mill, which huddles almost hidden from sight beneath thick trees and scraggly overgrown bushes. And as Batman, unaware that he is soon to pass directly above Superman, draws ever closer... The keen ears of the Man of Steel register the sound of the powerful Batplane motors, and his X-ray vision pierces the walls of the mill, the trees, and the few intervening miles of space, and he sees his friend. What? Batman. He's going to pass directly above me. Oh, if only he spots the mill, it's my one chance. If I could just signal him, I... I... Oh, oh no, I... I can't move... You must see the mill, Batman. You must. Oh, Oh, you must. Or I'm finished. Fairfully, his great muscles straining helplessly against the power of the green glowing kryptonite. Superman stares aloft into the sky to the bat plane, which drones closer and ever closer. Will Batman's sharp eyes make out the old mill through the thick trees and underbrush? Superman's very life may depend on it, with big George Latimer now aware of the one means by which the Man of Steel can be liquidated. What will happen? Never in all of Superman's career has the situation been so tense and exciting. So whatever you do, be sure to hear tomorrow's thrill-packed episode. Tune in tomorrow, same time, same station. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.